Good afternoon, everybody. It is Derby Weekend. I'm Ryan Milam, joined by Alex Walker. We are here at Churchill Downs at Turn 1, and it is the day for the ladies, the Kentucky Oaks. This is your first time. You came last week to Churchill Downs, first time ever. This is your first Oaks day. You got to wear the pretty pink tie. <laughs> no pink yeah, vest. You have to, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't live up to those vest yeah. standards, but I tried. It's your first time out here. What do you think so far? It's super. It's so neat. You know, I grew up in Pennsylvania. I never grew up around horse racing or anything like that. So right. this is kind of my first taste of the whole experience, going and checking out the you know the, the breezes last week, seeing some actual racing here at Churchill Downs. It's cool to always watch it on TV, but then to finally see it in person. It was awful weather this morning, but it's right. shaped up to be a really nice day of racing. It's just beautiful. The spires behind us. You couldn't ask for much better on a Friday. Thank you for joining us on this Facebook Live Friday. We will take your questions, your comments. We will handicap a little bit. And what <laughs> I mean by a little bit, this is not what you're going to see uh, from Blood Horse or from uh, TVG, people like that. So we're just going to talk a little bit about the 145th running of the Kentucky Oaks, the Kentucky Derby, and just kind of set the stage of what we've seen so far. And uh, the one thing that is great about the Oaks is the pageantry. Yeah. And you've seen, we have seen a lot of just the, the hats, the men yeah. dressed up, the ladies dressed up. That's a lot of fun, just the social atmosphere out here. It really is. And uh, the hats, I always enjoy watching those hats, like you said. There's so <laughs> many cool variations of them. Right. There's just so many colors. And uh, the people walking through, the crowds, it was a slow start to the day. We, you it noticed, was. like you said, last year it was a little packed. Earlier in the day today, a late surge. But now the, the last race actually just happened got really loud on the back stretch. So it's been fun to hear the races go on. And uh, yeah, it's a beautiful day and a lot of beautiful people too. Yeah, we've had, it's been a lot of fun. We had a torrential downpour earlier. So for the first couple of races, it was a sloppy track. The sun has started to peek through. The weather is a lot better and the track is a lot more firm and it did not take long for that track to uh, improve drastically. But uh, like I said, we're on Facebook Live, as you know, if you're watching, so you know where the, what the situation is. We take your questions, take your comments, as long as I can get the uh, signal here. And let's talk about the Derby, though. You know, we've had a lot of news just over the last couple of days. Omaha Beach, the yep. favorite, all of a sudden down and not will not race in the Derby will not race in the Preakness, probably won't race in the Belmont either after having the breathing issue. Yep. Kind of a major shakeup before we would get going. And you have to feel for Richard Mandela, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, talking to him last Saturday, he felt that Omaha Beach was the one. He said, I've won a lot of races. I haven't won this one. And you could tell he really wanted this badly. Um, but he did what's right for the horse. You know, the horse had surgery, I think you said, uh, you yesterday. know, a couple, yesterday yeah. in Lexington. Uh, but yeah, it was a huge shakeup. Only three times in the last decade has the morning line favorite been scratched the week of the Derby. So, of course, that shake, that shook everything up. And now the three Baffert horses are towards the front of those favorite odds, which, sure. yeah, it's hard to bet against that guy. Yeah, Mike Smith. Now, he was aboard Justify last yep. year, won with Giacomo in 2005, the Triple Crown winner last year. He was not going to ride, apparently, when uh, Omaha Beach went down. So now he is going to ride, and he will be on Cutting Humor. Yep. Coming out of the 10 spot, he is replacing Corey Lannery. So last year's Triple Crown jockey will get another crack at it this year. And then we hear about Haikal. He is gone. Uh, he has scratched earlier this morning an abscess in, a, in the foot. So two horses down. Now Haikal was open line, opened up at yep. 30 to one. So not a major contender, at least by the odds. 
Uh, but, you know, that's why we run this race. You <laughs> just never know. Right? You never know. And that's why uh, it, this race is unique, too, because it's it's going to be a little sloppy tomorrow. Not yeah, a little bit. It could be, be very sloppy, be, which, yeah. which opens the race up even more, right? I mean, it, you look at the three Baffert horses and probable game changer, Roadster. It's easy to look at those three and say it's going to be one of those, right? But there are a lot of other horses talented horses that have proven themselves that, that, that could play spoiler tomorrow of those Baffert horses of course if you want a, a, a cool storyline of course Pacoma is the Lexington bluegrass stakes right. winner that's always one to keep an eye on winning at Keeneland John Court is the oldest jockey ever in the Kentucky Derby aboard Long Range Toddy. That's also a unique storyline. So if you're not one of those ones that wants to look at a favorite, want to look at a long shot, it's cool to take a storyline like that. I didn't realize it, but, you know, we've got Facebook Live here. Yep. We're dressed alike. That's, uh, we didn't look, that. I called Brian last night. And asked, hey, what, are you, what, what are you wearing tomorrow? I'm going to wear the exact same. Steve Moss actually just said that. He's like, you guys yeah. dress alike. I didn't really Sorry, we didn't try it, that. But yeah. now as I watch the uh, questions and comments <laughs> coming in, we are dressed a little bit alike. We are uh, not twinning. Sorry, but <laughs> we've got people watching from Stanton, Kentucky, and Powell County, the home Woo! of Victor Puente, who's right over here working on a story, all the way down to Jacksonville and and places in between. You know, we talked about tomorrow. It's supposed to have a reverse weather day. Today we drove through a downpour to get here. Yep. Now it's getting hot. The sun is out. Looks like it's going to be a great afternoon of racing. Tomorrow it's supposed to be the exact opposite. Dry in the morning, maybe into the early afternoon. And then if you listen to Chris Bailey and everybody at WKYT and the weather department, the heavens are supposed to open up. And last year we had three inches of rain. I didn't think it could get much worse than last year. We could have uh, thunderstorms. We could have a lot of nasty tomorrow. And if you have time to just really grind on some research and settle in, look at the horses that, horses that have performed in muck, you know. Yeah. What are the horses that have performed well in sloppy track conditions? It, it wouldn't be bad to place a bet on something like that. I know Improbable is a horse that's come up a lot, of a horse that can perform in a sloppy track condition well that has proven itself. So that could be a horse to look out for tomorrow as well. You know, I like Improbable a little bit, but this horse has got to get outside. He's got to get away from the mud. You know, you find out a lot about horses in one area. What's it like to get kicked in the face <laughs> yeah. with all kinds of yep. mud, dirt, what have you? If that horse can get to the outside somehow, or at least get away from the kickback, that's a horse that could possibly do something. And we talked about Bob Baffert with Roadster, game winner, and improbable. Three of the top betting favorites here. And someone asked earlier this week, what are the odds that Baffert gets one, two, and three in the Derby? Oof. He said, whoa, 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 okay. <laughs> if he does that, yeah. you talk about the ultimate triple crown in one race. That would be awesome. Of course, that would be incredible to see Bob Baffert do that. Of course, history could happen tomorrow as well. He's looking to tie the record six wins, right. would tie the most by a trainer in the Kentucky Derby. He's, of course, trying to capture that. And he had some joking back and forth with Richard Mandela this week about Omaha Beach when he had that hoof issue and said, you know, what advice would you give to Richard Mandela? He said, I just wait for the Preakness. He kind of wanted him out of the race <laughs> chokingly. He's now out of the race officially, though, so that really opens it up and makes it an even better chance that he does get that sixth Kentucky, Kentucky Derby win here. And sticking with Improbable just for a moment, um, when they were in the Arkansas Derby, he was the first horse in. He was in gate number one. He sat in there for more than two minutes, threw a fit, had to take him out of the gate, put him back in. He had uh, the blinkers on in that race. He will not wear them tomorrow um, at the Kentucky Derby. And as for Roadster, last year, Bob Baffert, winning with Justify, second Triple Crown winner in just about four years. And he said, I think Roadster has the ability, the possibility, 
to be a Triple Crown type winner. Could you imagine back to back? We went almost 40 years without Triple Crowns. We, if that happened, and then you get to the Triple Crown, you could have three in five years. And coming years. into the Santa Anita Derby, all the talk was about game winner. Yeah. And then you see Roadster blow by game winner on the backstretch and, and win that race. And okay, Roadster's got some talent too. Um, but yeah, it's 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 neat. It's almost like you know the once that. 2015 Kentucky Derby happen. It's like all the odds are coming back. It's like if it doesn't happen for a very long time, so it's going to happen a couple times in a row, yeah. and then it won't happen for a very long time again. But it would be cool to see it again. I mean, I always enjoy the Triple Crown, especially. I mean, the Belmont's great, but the Belmont's so much better when you have that sure. history riding on it. It's always fun to see. Well, it happened three times in the 70s, back-to-back 77, 78. Maybe we'll get it in 2018, 2019. Time will tell. Um, a lot of horses in this race that's question marks and you know we we've heard for the last oh three weeks or so two weeks how much of a wide open race this is omaha beach was going to be everybody's betting choice or for the most part anyway and if you already had a race with so many question marks now you take out the overall leader going you know going into the gates well, now what do you get? Mm-hmm. I mean, this could be one of these races where it was a decade ago we saw mine that bird yeah. <laughs> come along the rail at 50 to 1. Who knows? History may, may repeat itself in some way. When you have a guy like Omaha Beach out of the race, when you have weather, that opens it up for some potential long shots, right? I mean, if you're one of those people that likes to really take a long shot, um, you know, who do you go for? I mean, you take a look at you know, long range toddies, 30 to 1. Cutting humors with Mike Smith. He's so experienced. He's he, he's done it before. Right. That's a that's a guy you look at. Maybe maybe that Colt will win as well. Um, it's, it's a wide open race. It's been a, once Omaha Beach came out. It's like, I don't know who's he's going to be. So there's a lot of potential ways you could go with your betting tomorrow. So just to recap quickly, you know Omaha Beach is out. Hikal is out. Bodie Express goes in because of the second scratch. There will not be a horse on the rail to start. It will be at gates two to twenty. So 19 horses will be uh, going in this race. So uh, we haven't had a full field of 20 to actually race since 2015. And that's when American Pharaoh started to uh, create this history of the Triple Crown buzz coming back again. So it happened in 73, 77, 78. Doesn't happen in the 80s, in the 90s. And we went a long time without the favorite winning the Kentucky Derby. A spectacular bid. Did it in 1979. And then you went through nearly 25 plus years or so before the uh, before the favorite would win. So if game winner was to live up to its name and take it, we've had a lot of favorites over the last 15 years or so do this. We've had uh, a couple of a couple of hellos from Cynthiana and Nicholasville. And no, we will not be airing the race that will appear on another network, which we will not mention on this show. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, your final thoughts is we're going to wrap it up here as as we get ready for our afternoon newscast. Just your thoughts about being here, being a part of this, because you're new to Kentucky and you get to experience this for the first time and probably have a lot of stories to tell the folks back in Pennsylvania. I do. Everyone back in Pennsylvania is like, you're at Churchill Downs, right? (laughs) Um, I I remember last year, I mean, I've watched the Derby probably the last, you know, 10, 15 years. I've always enjoyed horse racing. Before I moved here, didn't necessarily understand all the aspects of it. So I think one of the neater parts has been just learning about it. You don't realize how in depth and how neat horse racing is until you're talking to the trainers and you're talking to the owners about how passionate they are. There's so many things that, that go into yeah. the sport. It's a lot of money involved and to really sit here up close in person and learn about it 
it's been really neat. And of course, to see the Twin Spires, I mean, that's something I've always wanted to do and, and be here at Churchill Downs. So this is the spot to be. I mean, the, the, the first Saturday in May, what better place to be than Churchill Downs? It's, it's, it's beautiful here. A couple of other horses just to consider for tomorrow. You know the Baffert horses. They are going to be three of the heavy betting favorites. But Maximum Security is another horse undefeated mm -hmm. in four races. That has taken a, an odd path to the Churchill Downs Kentucky Derby Arena tomorrow. Um, not really your typical blow people away right from the start. You've also got a Code of Honor. Suge McGahee won six years ago in 2013 with Orb, and it was a sloppy track that day. It should be sloppy tomorrow, so we're getting going to enjoy the weather as we have it now and then put the ponchos on and the garbage bags and things in between as we make our way to the uh, winner's circle tomorrow. And real quick, for those of you that are looking at placing a bet on the Oaks, who do you got? I want, you know, we have talked about Sophie Doyle. Yeah, that's a, that's last, such a cool story. You know, it, it is, and, and I think she wants to join Rosie Napravnik as only the second yeah. female jockey to ever win the Oaks. And I, I just think there's Lady Apple, you know, the names of the Phillies are really are cool. awesome. Are awesome. Your Chocolate Kisses is in there, I think. Serengeti the, Empress. Yep. <laughs> coming out of the two hole. So uh, I think I would like to see Sophie do it. Uh, I think that would be kind of cool. Uh, and who knows, again, you know, we, it's been 10 years since we saw Rachel Alexandra and the dominating performance she turned in over the next couple of yep. years. And maybe that next dominating Philly is where we're going to see him today. It could be. We'll see what happens. Another one I like, just a local storyline, is Restless Rider. You know, Kenny McKeek. Yeah. It would be cool to see Kenny in the winner's circle for the Oaks. So Restless Rider, that'd be a good one as well. That's going to do it for Alex Walker. I'm Brian Milam. Thanks for watching Facebook Live. We are coming to you live from... Churchill Downs, it's Kentucky Oaks 145 tomorrow, Kentucky Derby 145. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.